I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, and welcome to the Syrupcast. I'm your host, Igor Bonifacic. We are at number 91. It is the week of October 18th or 14th, excuse me. This week, I'm joined by Rose. Hello. So happy to be here. Thank you. The returning Jessica Vomero. Hiya. And... Returning as well, Douglas Soltis. <laughs> Welcome back. He just stole that from me in case anybody wanted to uh, know. No, I don't think we have that recorded, so that's not true. Okay. Fair enough. But this week we're talking about the burning of Samsung again and Andrew Pay coming to Canada. So let's start with uh, Samsung. Uh, if you haven't been following the situation, quite a lot has happened within the last just couple of days. Uh, Rose, do you want to take us through uh, what happened? Right. So they went, they had their first recall. Um, one recall was not enough. They had to fully... This is usually the case. Never enough. F- never enough because they had to fully discontinue the device. One might call it a total recall. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a total recall. Um, The thing was, they uh, perhaps had not identified what the issue was that was Mm -hmm. causing these batteries to overheat and combust. Mm -hmm. Um, And the replacement phones, uh, many of them were also doing the same thing, even when turned off. Mm -hmm. So um, very disturbing. There was one case of a man on an airplane uh, on which it combusted. So Southwest Airlines, fortunately, it was still on the ground when it started to smoke. Yeah, and yeah. it was described as an angry green smoke. So just sort of a PR nightmare for mm-hmm. uh, Samsung. And not just a PR nightmare, but also a financial nightmare. It was so hot, he had to drop it and it melted through the carpet on the plane so they <laughs> couldn't use the plane. I mean, you can't really get much worse than that. And uh, they've wanted, they just, today actually, they wanted to let people know that they expect a negative uh, quite a significant negative impact uh, for their operating profits over the next two quarters. Right. So in uh, on Tuesday, it was a uh, 3.2 billion Canadian dollar in terms of forecast and how much uh, lost profit. Um, and I mean, worse still from my perspective is that they're, they've said uh, in an interview with Motherboard that they're going to depose of 2.5 million <laughs> Note 7 units. That is really disturbing yeah. from an environmental perspective. Um, I mean, that, like, and, and I think it also brings to the forefront, too, the idea that um, removable batteries, hey, mm. not such a bad idea. Mm, not such a bad idea <laughs> um, at all. I mean, having said that, though, many people think that it's likely the underlying technology and not the battery itself. Right. So Samsung SDI, the subsidiary that got blamed for everything, might have been thrown under the bus. Yeah. Kind of jumped the gun a little bit on that one. Um, They kind of exploded the phone on that one. Uh, But but I think the bigger mm -hmm. issue here is at this this date, Mm -hmm. they still don't know what the actual problem is, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, uh, we had talked before about 
um, the need for a company communications wise to get out in front, provide as much information and clarity on what's going on for consumer confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really doesn't help when you don't actually have accurate information to convey. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and, and recently DJ Co, um, as we know him in North America, the DJ, yeah, yeah, he who is the mobile head at Samsung. Um, made a heartfelt apology and said we are going to get to the bottom of this mm-hmm. um, unfortunately that that is in itself a statement that really makes a uh, consumer lack confidence in the company mm-hmm. I mean you made this device how do you know like how why is it taking so long to figure out what happened right so in an article in the New York Times uh, a source said that they haven't Samsung's engineers haven't been able to replicate the problem yeah which is, which is kind of terrifying to right, think that they yeah. would have some conditions out here that they might not be able to replicate mm-hmm. when they're actually building the device and to think how many other companies might experience the same issue mm-hmm. but um yeah and, and we have seen other companies that have had uh the same issue of overheating and combustion um mm-hmm. it's not it's not incredibly unique to samsung it's just that the note 7 had it at a rate that was unacceptable Right. Yeah. Um, So if I could ask you, Rose and Jess, can you kind of let's tag team this topic a bit uh, in the sense that, you know, as Douglas said, the Samsung hasn't been the most clear or hasn't provided clarity on how you're actually supposed to go about uh, returning this phone to uh, either your carrier or Samsung.ca or wherever you bought it, your local mom and pop shop. Um, so let's run that through just so that our listeners have all the information in case they have a Note 7. Right. So they're free. Uh, listeners uh, should be able to return their Note 7s fairly easily if they bought it at a carrier or a retail store here mm-hmm. in Canada. Um, I think Samsung is making it quite easy in terms of their partnerships with those places. Uh, just sort of saying, just take them back. So customers who uh, bought them from a retail store or a carrier can go uh, get them replaced either with an S7 or a 7 Edge. And mm-hmm. in that case, they will receive a $100 sort of bonus credit, yes. most likely applied to their bill um, for you know having loyalty to the brand. Mm-hmm. And if they do decide just to get a refund or go to another brand, uh, they will still get a bonus credit of $25 just for bringing in that wanted device uh, mm-hmm. that could cause embarrassment out in the world. Uh, if you're if you're an online customer, things might be a little more difficult. Um, mm-hmm. Canada Post is not accepting um, the device in terms of returns, and FedEx and UPS have to you have to get a sort of special box to be able to sh- uh, ship it back. Mm-hmm. So a lead box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, it, it if won't I be can impossible. just interrupt you quickly, in the mm-hmm. U.S. Uh, they, you know, U.S. customers got this, or U.S. Note 7 owners, I should say, got this really convoluted box set up where it's like four different boxes yeah. so that, you know, and you can't ship it over the air because that would just be a disaster waiting to happen. Um, has Samsung, excuse me, said anything about doing something similar in Canada? Yeah, the, the guidelines that FedEx and UPS have set in the States in terms mm. of we need you to have this special box um, are the same for Canada. Mm-hmm. That's what they've told me. So um, it is going to be the similar situation where they're going to need a special box to, to uh, avoid being uh, a hazard to mm-hmm. the poor postal service workers. Yeah, I hope they get uh, hazard pay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is... A, a, you know, it sounds kind of funny. It sounds like something you could joke about in terms of, oh, it's, you know, it's just a cell phone. 
Um, but that is a serious fire hazard. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine that in a warehouse and it goes off and it lights the whole thing up. Well, for, for, beyond the seriousness of the specific devices, we've just watched the biggest Android brand die before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, this, there's no coming back from this. There's absolutely... We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, <laughs> speaking of a fire hazard... yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, from my perspective, I think there is coming back from that. Do you want to dive right in? Right. So since uh, Douglas jumped in, uh, <laughs> Doug, you know, we brought you on uh, when BlackBerry kind of had its combustion uh, to, you know, talk about that. It was from more that. of a slow immolation. Immolation, yeah. yeah. Whereas this is more spontaneous combustion. Um, as someone who was on the other side... You know, what is your take on this? Like, is this something that Samsung can recover from? Um, well, the, so the top of mind problem beyond the financial losses is the fact mm-hmm. that their most popular brand and the Note had definitely become the most popular brand. Uh, oh, I disagree. Is, is, you think is so? Done. Yeah, I for dis- sure. I With- completely disagree that the Note is the most popular line. Okay, but you're wrong, but so that's, that's <laughs> it's fine. The, but- it's the S line. It's absolutely the S line. I worked. Retail. I think I have to tag team her on that. Okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> regardless of that, then so the next time that they, I guess first of all, there's a confusion that the with the Note line, and and where that's at, it's it's dead. But the average consumer will see no difference between uh, the Note device and, the and their S line of phones. And the next time that Samsung tries to get up and say, "Hey, we have this. We know we screwed up before, but we have this really great phone for you." I don't think that there's a consumer that's going to believe them. So the sales of those devices, no matter how good they are, will completely be impeded. This is this is going to be like multiple device cycles for them to be able to turn around consumer confidence. Because why would you... Like, what consumer day one is going to line up for uh, a Samsung phone? Especially now that Google is in the market to deliver the non-exploding... Pixel? Uh, Pixel devices, like tier A, Apple competitor... All these new features, like none of, none of the BS, none of the Samsung bloatware. Mm-hmm. There's no compelling case to be Samsung first when you're an Android device user now. Well, that's interesting. You bring up a lot of good points. I think there is still loyalty to the Samsung brand. I am surprised by that, but I have seen it. I've seen people say, I won't send back my device. I don't care uh, what you say. I've also seen people say, uh, this is really unfortunate, but you know, if the Note 7 was released again today, I would buy it. Yeah. And I think that it is it is hard because it did spend a lot of time building its brand to get to where it is today, to be the face of Android. Well, they got to the pinnacle. They waited till they were at the very top. And, yeah. and then they just dropped that like a flaming stone. Well, as uh, one Neil Young has said, it is better to burn out than fade away. Uh, there true. you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm of two minds of this. You know, obviously, when you see read commenters say like, "Oh, I'm not giving," they can take it from my, you know, dead hands, right? <laughs> Burnt, scorched hands. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, how representative is that commenter of the wider Samsung, quote unquote, base, right? Right. But on the other hand, you know, with kind of the disintegration of like closer tight-knit communities something that people have started to associate themselves in within the last like 5 10 15 years is consumer brands yeah right like this you never i think prior to the 2000 like specifically the launch of the iphone i think that was when kind of these brands solidified as something that people organized their identity around right yeah. and 
um, Douglas has. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah. are you just talking about phones specifically? Because I would say that Sony would have been uh, prior to a that. prior to that, just yeah. general consumer electronics with the Walkman and mm-hmm. just different audio things. But I think it's more commonplace across a variety of electronics. For sure, for sure. Actually, but- I totally agree with you. I think that depending on whether or not you have an iPhone or some kind of Android device, people definitely associate that with what kind of person you are. Like we have this running thing in our office mm-hmm. right now, like your team Android, your team iPhone, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. I think that depending on what brand you choose, yeah. it kind of is representative of how you want to live your life, at least in the eyes of the other people that shop through these brands. Poor team, Zach. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, so just to finish my point, like, you know, as the internet has become such a fundamental part of our lives and, you know, these, uh, you know, communities that people used to draw on, like, I don't know, their church or, you know, their sports team or whatever, um, as those have disintegrated and it's become more about these brands, um, like what happens in that situation when you come to this kind of fulcrum point where your brand has become a colossal failure, right? Yeah. And there's, but there's these steward, uh, like stalwarts who are like, you see it with BlackBerry, right? Like s- slow emulation for sure. But yes, the numbers have dwindled, but there are these people who s- they've just stuck with the brand through thick and thin. No, that's not true. Samsung is yeah. returning more notes than BlackBerry has sold mm-hmm. devices in the past three years. Mm-hmm. Like they're returning more of one device than BlackBerry <laughs> yeah. sold. Them. So like it is the loud and vocal minority. I, I agree that mm-hmm. like as people um, stop clinging to their guns and religion, they start <laughs> clinging to their brands. Yeah. But um, they're, they're, they're the people that push forward that brand identity as part of their personal identity. Mm-hmm. And if the brand suffers, they're going to drop it, denounce it and find a new winning brand. And then there's the people who don't really care, mm-hmm. but when they walk into the store, they're gonna say, "Oh, I want, I want an Android phone. I heard that that's nice. Give me the one that doesn't catch on fire. Mm-hmm. Is this the one that catches on fire? No, good. I'm gonna buy that one. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna be a Samsung device. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think there's that. There's loyalty, and then there's the ignorance. Like there is that demographic who don't really care about smartphones. I know it's hard to conceive of because that's our entire lives. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I see an argument, and to me, I will make the argument that that uh, it can that Samsung can come back from this, and that people's memories are shorter mm-hmm. uh, than we think. I think, though, that the real sort of nail in the coffin is the Pixel, like coming out at this time, at this opportune moment to swoop in on the premium Android uh, market, it's devastating. It's almost and like... And an underwhelming iPhone at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of the perfect moment but for Google. But is it yeah. an underwhelming iPhone? Well, first of all, you know, like, it's almost like there's a Google Illuminati who's just like, ha, ha, ha. It, you know? it almost <laughs> Google is always like wins that. in the yeah. end. <laughs> Sundar is, like, laughing somewhere. Conspiracy uh, theories. Conspir- probably listens to all these tech podcasts and just yeah. sits there like, how many times did they talk about us? <laughs> yeah, on that note, please send us your best conspiracy theory in the comment section. Oh, please. Um, yeah, but is it really an underwhelming iPhone now? Like, it looks so much better because it just doesn't blow up. I love my iPhone 7. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, you know, headphone jack did yeah. ruffle a lot of... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't even mind that much, to be quite honest. I thought I would be annoyed by it in the beginning, but I've just kind of gotten used to charging my phone and then listening to music. Mm -hmm. So uh, just to get back to the topic at hand, um, Rose, you said, you know, you disagreed with Douglas. Uh, on what fundamental base do you disagree with him? Um, I think these recalls never have, well, not never, but frequently recalls don't have as damning a like uh, impact as we think that they will. Um, people often have, and the general consumer base, who, again, doesn't care that much about smartphones, they might not even have clicked on any article about this whole debacle. But this one, it's, it's, no, it's like, yeah, but they might have flown on a plane and heard the flight attendants yeah. and the like FAA say, if you have a Samsung phone, turn that crap off. Like, do not, like, you know, no snakes on a plane, no Samsungs on a plane. That is like, that has gone beyond any traditional consumer recall. This is, this is, you know, unprecedented aspirin with, you know, poison in it level. Yeah. Of, uh, okay, it's not at no, that you're level, though, because right. it hasn't actually killed anyone. It's, it's, it's aspirin, aspirin people, though. Okay. It's, 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 people it's, have it's, been burned. Just, yeah, people yeah. have been burned. <laughs> good, good save. Thank no, you. No, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have to, um, I, this is at the forefront of our entire, of our lives right now, because yeah. we are technology journalists and we focus yeah. primarily on smartphones. And I think going through the news, even looking for content for this podcast today, what can we talk about that is not the note seven right mm -hmm. right but the majority of people i am going to dare to say don't focus so much on yeah. this particular story because it's not in their sphere of main yeah. interest i was talking to somebody the other day who asked me which iphone was blowing up and i'm like how is see, it possible they, yeah. that you don't right? see they don't even and, and I think also, Doug, you're right that somebody might go into a retail store and say, give me the one that doesn't blow up. But then they might be, uh, but is it zero dollars down? <laughs> I like, there I you think, go. honestly, like a lot of the times they might just go for the zero dollar phone. That's Samsung what a lot has of such people a do. wide range of devices that its brand is known at like all these different tiers. I think that they, they could easily yeah, build back Yeah, to speak to your this. point. So yesterday... Uh, some inside baseball the fire inspectors were coming to our co-working space and uh we have a note seven that we're waiting to return uh or we're just and um i went and took a picture of it and casually placed it on one of the desks here and made a joke about it on facebook and you know half of my friends were like well i have a phone that's busted can I please have that Note 7? I'll take it. I don't care if it, like, right. what the risk is. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think people are taking the risk very seriously, which might not be wise, but might be good for Samsung. I also think mm. that people have a mentality of, there's no way this can happen to me. Like, this yeah. is happening to everybody to else, be, but not to me. Right, mm -hmm. and to be fair, there's only one minor burn reported in Canada. That is yeah. true. 39,000 devices stacked. Okay, so let's, let's look at it from another perspective then. Um there is the end user which owns the phone mm -hmm. and then there's the customer of the phone which is the carrier partner mm -hmm. samsung has succeeded as the android uh oem of choice 
predominantly because they have great carrier relationships and they spend a lot of money co-marketing phones with carriers. The reason why Samsung phones get pushed over BlackBerry phones is because they put the spend, they get the deals, um, the the store people will get the 15% or like $15 commission on phone sales. I do not foresee an environment where the next time a Samsung phone comes around, those carrier partners are looking to push that device on even just the off chance that they have to deal with another scenario because there are not Samsung phones across Canada. There are not a predominant amount of Samsung phones in like North America. It's the carriers um, at the front lines dealing with the angry people being like, why won't you take my phone? Let me swap this phone. Like they don't want to deal with that hassle. Well, I think in that respect, Samsung's handling the situation well. They are, I don't think they've made it difficult for carriers to accept returned devices. Yeah. But I agree, like, it, this is a huge, uh, this is a damaging aspect to the relationship between them and the carriers. This yeah, is a hassle. Of course. No so, matter how, um, I mean, no matter how easy it is, it's still a huge undertaking, right? To have to take back all of yeah, these phones. It is. Um. Yeah, so I mean, uh, the one thing I did want to ask, and I think uh, you know Douglas already touched upon it, but do you think the Note set, uh, the Note brand is dead? Like, will we see a new Note uh, next? No, I don't no? think we'll. See I think the Note, Note brand is dead. Yeah. I don't think necessarily that the company is going out in flames, but I think that the brand itself yeah. can never recover from this. So I guess next summer we can look forward to the Galaxy X S eight Edge Plus. Yeah, is, and that already like that line already exists, but the, was cut this right. past year because they just yeah. need they're like the Note Seven's great enough. Yeah. They'll, they'll come out with an, a different name just to say that it's a different phone. Absolutely. It's like a new yeah. Coke. It's like it's gonna be the Galaxy Pad. That's what the it's gonna Galaxy be. The Samsung Pad. Pen. <laughs> um, so uh, on. The Canadian news front, it wasn't just the Samsung Note 7 going up in flames. Uh, some good news, on the other hand, is that the Android Pay may finally be coming to Canada. Uh, this comes us to us via uh, 9to5Google. Uh, they discovered within Android, 7, uh, Android Pay 7.1, there are references to Interact. Interact, um, well, I should let Douglas explain what Interact is because he's always talking about it on the Kangon podcast. Well, it's how I spend money. It's like the, the predominant force. It is it is what pushed Canada in the late 90s, early 2000s to the forefront of like like fintech Bank, technology yeah. and then is what has prevented Canada from adopting. Uh, develop, <laughs> adopting new technologies or developing on that simply because it's easy for anyone in Canada mm-hmm. with their bank card to uh, pay at any counter, take money out anywhere in a way that um, just now... Americans are just starting yeah. to adopt chip and pin technology or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's always that moment of like great consternation when you go down to the US and they're like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna pay debit. And they're like, Visa? And I'm like, no, debit with the, I'm going to stick the thing in the thing. And they're like, no. Credit no. card? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's always illuminating to go to the US as a Canadian and just to see how backwards it is in terms of... They are behind in that yeah, one respect. Yeah. Choose your words carefully. Any American yeah. listeners. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> Our so, one American listener has now left. Yes. So, but I'm pretty sure most American listeners will also concede that it is quite backwards in terms of like... Yeah, it's behind the yeah. times. Um, just, just fragmented, right? When you yeah. think of comparing... Um, Canada, the U.S. in a lot of different ways. There's a difference between kind of the oligarchy of mm-hmm. uh, Canadian carriers and Canadian banking systems. Where in the U.S. there is 
a variety of like local regional mom and pa banks that yeah. they're just they didn't have the ability like RBC uh, or Scotia Bank to roll out across Canada. So uh, I mean the important thing point here is that Interact is actually is it's not co-owned necessarily by all the banks. It's like it's a pretty it's, complicated It's its own it's its own thing but yeah. there's been money put in uh, by, by all, the banks. All the major banks. Yes. Yeah, they all kind of have a stake in it. They are all integrated with mm-hmm. it. So is it fair to say that all the kind of regional and national banks in Canada support the, the like the technology that Interact has developed. Without exception, I believe. I think yes. so. Without exception. Yeah, I don't. I don't know of a major uh, financial institution that doesn't yeah. have Interact backing yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, why in the states you see it's the credit card partners pushing that technology forward on there. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, in a- Android Pay seven point one, there are references to Interact, which suggests that Android Pay is coming specifically for debit cards in Canada. Um, so, you know, uh, 9to5 Google had a, they had an independent source who said it's probably going to launch sometime this fall. Um, interestingly, wow. uh, Samsung Pay, uh, Samsung, it was in the springtime, they were telling us, yeah, 2016 Samsung Pay is coming to Canada. Um, obviously, I think both of these could easily slip to 2017. But here we have a situation where probably Samsung Pay is now on their back burner with the Note Seven burning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I guess how does this? How do you think this changes the kind of payments ecosystem in Canada? Um, we've obviously had Apple Pay for a couple of you know, I'd say half a year now, uh, widely available at all the banks now, or most of them anyway, uh, yeah. with a couple, couple small exceptions. Right. I yeah. mean. I think it's huge. Uh, mm-hmm. I think getting Android Pay would really like put it because then everybody would be able to adopt this mm-hmm. mobile payment system. I think that momentum would then push it to go faster. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I know as it is now that in terms of Apple Pay, a lot of people don't know it exists. A lot of people don't even know tapping their card exists. <laughs> I don't even do that yet. But um, I think that it's inevitable. Um, and once Android Pay comes into the picture, uh, I think that will really help to like push it along. Um, Doug and Jess, I mean, you guys handle the kind of fintech side of things more often than I do. Um, do you see this having kind of any effect on the community here? I believe so. I think mm. that there are a lot of small uh, providers in Canada that offer a service similar to Apple Pay and Android Pay that are going to be even more disappointed now because that's a <laughs> huge margin of the yeah. market that just was never going to be able to take advantage of Apple Pay regardless of how good of a product it was, regardless of how many banks adopted mm-hmm. it because they simply are not on iPhone. But mm-hmm. now that Android Pay may be coming to Canada, there are a lot of smaller uh, providers. Mint Chip comes to mind, a couple of people that I've interviewed in the past that will be pretty disappointed because they will just be entirely overshadowed so fast by this brand that's going to swoop in and steal their thunder that they've probably been building up for years. Well, even I I, I get that, but I don't think it's been proven out yet because you were talking about Apple Pay being in Canada for a while. It's only really in the past few months that it's been predominantly available for all the different yeah. banks and mm-hmm. all the different cards there was only there was only a few up until american express think, March, exclusively yeah. um yeah. and even then i know the projections are like hoping for apple pay to get at like 10 percent market penetration mm-hmm. uh i think what rose was saying before in terms of you know if we're talking about the majority of people who have their phones not really knowing that much about their 
the phone brand or capability. Mm-hmm. It's only a even smaller sub- subset of those people looking to make payments through their phones, especially since there is yet to be any sort of killer app or functionality. Even even with Apple Pay, mm-hmm. uh, the setup process for that is like a deal breaker right off. If like you for you to not have a, a killer app or reason to be using Apple Pay. Uh, and then to go through the setup process where you, for, you know, for every bank card you want to add, you have to download, like if I want to add RBC, I have to install RBC's banking app first yeah, to yeah. add it. To, and I was like, <laughs> I was just going to do this just to see if I wanted to use Apple Pay mm-hmm. um, maybe later. Like, I, I don't think it's, I do think that um, good point, yeah. Android and Apple Pay will have the um better brand recognition to move forward and capture growth, but I still don't think that they're providing a, a compelling offering for stuff like that. Especially in Canada, yeah. I don't think that anybody's providing a compelling offer enough in terms of mobile payments to entice Canadians to really adopt it on a wide scale. Like, they've mm-hmm. really just started getting into, hey, I'm going to tap my card. Maybe I'm going to use my banking app to pay with my phone. But mm-hmm. the, Doug is absolutely right in saying that the vast majority of Canadians are not even thinking about, I'm going to use Apple Pay. I'm, oh, Android Pay is finally here. Great. Now I can have a version for there's, myself. Like, this is not on a lot of people's radar. There's a reason why Interact is spending so much money on showing you all the different ways you can pay with <laughs> Interact because it's a brand that the vast majority of Canadians are more familiar with than Apple Pay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note, uh, we need to start heading out. So let's uh, shout outs, starting with uh, our guest, Doug. Uh, shout out Patrick O'Rourke, who's in Seattle doing something I wish I was doing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I miss you and I hate you. Fair enough. Jess? Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to a St. Catharines-based startup named Cattle, who just received $125,000 on Dragon's Den this past week. Ooh. And uh, yes, all very exciting. Michelle Romano decided to make an investment, but um, I talked to them earlier this week and they seemed really excited about it. And it's a cool tech company that was grown in a city that's not Vancouver or Waterloo or Toronto. Or Montreal. Yeah. Or Montreal. <laughs> I don't have a great uh, tech shout out this week. So I just want to shout out to the uh, season, the Halloween season. I hope everybody's getting into the festive spirit. <laughs> it's a spooky, creepy time. And enjoy your pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, shout out Jeff Broussard. Your boy is back, son. Cool. Long-time Syrupcast uh, <laughs> commenter and listener. Amazing. Oh, okay. Very awesome. Um, shout out to the Blue Jays who played today against the Cleveland. Uh, well, I will not say their uh, team name because... The Cleveland baseball team. The Cleveland baseball yes, team. Yes, that's right. Uh, because their name is offensive. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Should not be said. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's crush them. Amazing. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace. Bye.